so it's fall now, right? That's true. The pure I fact. Bit, I just got bit by a mosquito twice. The same mosquito twice or two different yeah. mosquitoes? No, it's got to be the same one. Uh, I heard him flying around me like a little idiot and uh, got me right on the knuckle and on the cheek. Ooh. Ooh. Which cheek? And he landed my this cheek. North right cheek or cheek. south cheek? Uh, The one that grows moss. Okay. I'm with you. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, he landed on my phone and I punched my phone. <laughs> what a reaction. <laughs> what a reaction. Just punch the phone. Oh I my god! Mosquito, who's boss? You didn't think that was a slight overreaction to a mosquito? No, they deserve it. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez, and with me, as always, is my co-dad, Jared Shemansky. Jared, how are you? Joe, I'm good. Good. It's Monday. I got a, a new video game coming out this week, and I've been, like, very excited. I haven't, because of COVID, uh, video games have been, like, super delayed. Like, there's yeah. been, like, nothing new coming out all year. Um, and the stuff, this like new stuff that does come out is not stuff that like gets me out of bed in the morning. Right. Uh, but there's a game coming out. Uh, it'll be out by the time the podcast drops, but since we're recording on Monday, it comes out uh, tomorrow, Tuesday. Um, and it's called new world and I'm very excited for it. So new world, new world. Yeah. Action okay. MMO RPG. It's going to be great. It's a lot of letters. Damn right. It is. Well, one of those was a word. <laughs> Hey, it's still letters. That's true. That's true. Everything's letters if you think about it. Everything is I'm going to write that children's book. Everything's letters. Everything <laughs> Everything is letters. Surprise, everything's <laughs> letters. That's good. How That's are you, good. Joe? I'm good, man. Uh, I had a long weekend. It was a good yeah? weekend. It was a long weekend. Um, well, tell me about it, stud. Don't just beat around the bush. Let me, let me take a sip of this Founder Solid Gold Premium Lager. Nice. Um so we had a wedding this weekend uh our bud logan and his fiance jen got married and mm-hmm. kayla and i were in it um so we went down thursday to do the rehearsal it was on the west side of the state oh yeah um so we went over thursday for the rehearsal dinner and uh and that was great it was fun and uh and then we got back to the airbnb which i will chat about the airbnb I in can't a second. wait i can't wait <laughs> Uh, and then Friday was, uh, they didn't really have anything because of the way the, the place, the venue was booking people like their wedding was Saturday. They had weddings Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I think. So oh, yeah. person for all Thursday. So Friday we didn't have anything to do. So Kayla went and got her nails done with all, you know, all of Jen's party and Logan and I, yeah, went to founders and had some food and some drinks and just hung out. And that was nice. great nice yeah and uh and then hung out with uh the bride's family after that before heading back to the airbnb again and then the wedding was saturday and it was like just a crazy long weekend like starting from thursday it just felt like it kept going which is great joe i have to ask you something now that we're talking about uh jen's family you texted me something on on saturday that i wasn't able to respond to because i was in the woods this weekend but yeah you texted me something and it occurred to me joe have you never met a new yorker before I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
and and I think Jen listens. Uh, so Jen's family, uh, her mom and stepdad, mm-hmm. live in Long Island. Lo- Joe, they live on Long Island. Live on Long Island. You don't live in Long Island. You live on Long Island. Listen, I'm not great. Um, and they are like the very thick New York mm-hmm. accents, and it was just very fun to be around and listen to him. Like talk to his like one of his best friends who was there too. Like mm-hmm. you know these older New Yorker guys just kind of like razzing each other, like very New oh, Yorky. Yeah. And, and it was very funny. It was very fun to be around. Um, That's awesome. Jed and I used to talk about that a lot in college. Uh, Really? I think I've talked about this, but my dad obviously lives in New York. He used to work in the city. um, And uh, so we used to talk about about that a lot. I've spent a lot of time in New York as well. So Yeah, no, I think what I texted you was uh, her stepdad made me a drink, and I feel like I now owe somebody a debt. You do. You do. You absolutely (laughs) do. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if you woke up with something in your bed. It's going to be Cora, but but it's something else in your bed, too. Right, exactly. But they were very nice, very fun, very good people. Oh, yeah. um, I I'd met Jen's mom a couple times, but like mm-hmm. never actually like actually hung out with her much. But very nice people. They were amazing. It was it was a lot of fun to be around them all weekend. Um, and then Sunday came home. But uh, but real quick, the Airbnb. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. This this is the story that people need to hear. Yeah. So uh, we get we put in the address to the Airbnb and Jen and drew and Logan tell us like, it's in the woods. Like it is in the woods. Good Lord. And we're like, okay, that's cool. So we, we pull up and it is like a quarter mile driveway, not even a driveway, a path into the woods. And like, there's an abandoned building, like on our left side, like abandoned, like structure, like pieces of brick are just like scattered around. And like, that's your red, like no that stealing. right there is your red flag to turn around and not go no, to the Airbnb. No, great. I said, I want to like screw the Airbnb. Let's just go back here. Oh my God. Um, and we get to the Airbnb and it's a beautiful cabin, like in the woods. I, it, I wouldn't even say it's a cabin. It's like a cabin-esque home. Okay. Like, it just looks like a cabin. Cottage core. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, and it's beautiful and huge, and but there's no lights on. And like, it is in the woods, like three sides of this house are surrounded by woods and the front door doesn't work. You have to go around to the back to get in. What? Yeah. So what did you pay for this Airbnb? Like $5? Oh man. It was, it was creepy. But, uh, so we, we like used the, uh, car lights and we finally got in and turned everything on. And it was very nice. It's a very nice cabin house that is that is being nice to the cottage but house cabin thing there was like the old i don't even know what you would call them dioramas i think is what you said yeah uh that that looked like you know a structure of a house with like somebody working in the kitchen like but like a figurine of somebody like the, in the kitchen don't don't over don't understate that i'm sorry don't understate that there were figurines all around this airbnb yeah like all over the place, like, like out of a Chucky randomly. movie, figurines yeah. laying around this Airbnb. And then we go into the basement where, like, the main floor only has one bedroom. Wait, there's a basement? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, that's not. where we were sleeping. So the Snapchats you got were where we were sleeping, which was the basement. Oh, absolutely. And not, uh, no. the main floor only had one bedroom, which was the master bedroom. So we're like, oh, maybe there's something upstairs. So we go upstairs, and it's like a tiny loft, like. You have to squat down to get all the way upstairs, and there's just this little door that looks like it goes to an attic. Nope. 
and you open it and there's just a mattress in there. And we're like, that's not it. That is terrifying. <laughs> so we're like, maybe this basement has something. So we turn on the lights and there's carpeted stairs. We're like, okay, we're fine. And we go downstairs and we look around and there's like a Victorian bedroom. But it's got like creepy like paintings of people, like old, old paintings of people and like pictures of children around. Oh my God. Like, again, old pictures of children and like porcelain dolls Ugh. and more figurines. Yo, I'm terrified just hearing you talk about it. I can't imagine how you slept in that for two nights. Yeah. So one thing, I took a video. I took two videos, and my phone shut off both times I tried to take a video. Like, I don't know where. Yeah. Uh, And I think I sent a message to you guys saying, well, my phone shut off. But there was a video that I was in the middle of sending you when it got shut off, that didn't get sent to any of you guys, and I don't even think I talked about it, but I ran around the basement and showed you all the locked doors that were in the basement, and there was, like, four locked doors in the basement. Why? Yeah. What? Yeah. And uh, it was creepy, but it was kind of cool. No, that's just creepy, Joe. Did you, you, did you look at pictures of this Airbnb online before you booked it? Uh, Jen and Logan booked it. No, they just said, come to this. You know, we booked the Airbnb. You're going to stay with us. So we did. Were Jen and Logan trying to get you murdered? Maybe. I have no idea. I think it would have been one hell of a wedding. Uh, I mean, that's Game of Thrones-esque, right? Like, that's the best way to best way to fulfill that fantasy is, you know. Yeah. Wedding it. So. It was pretty cool, though. It was, it was creepy, and I liked uh, the creepiness of it. I have to say, if anybody was going to stay in a creepy Airbnb, it was going to be right. you guys. So, like, 100%. it makes sense. Yeah. So that was that was fun. How was your weekend? My week was good. It was, re- it was really good. So uh, we got this uh, cabin. And I say cabin. It was more like a trailer in the woods. Um, oh. But it was... Very nice, like super, super nice. So basically, this this company called Getaway House, and you pick a city, and they give you like a getaway less than two hours away from your city. Oh, nice! And it was really, really cool because it's like a super accessible way to get into nature. Like we're in nature. I had I got to like start bonfires and stuff like that, but at the same time, like we could sleep on actual beds and not right. like um. So it was really neat. And this one was between, actually, I was also on the west side of the state. This was between Kalamazoo and South Haven. So I was in a place called Grand Junction. Um, yeah. And so that was, uh, it was a lot of fun. And, but the like cabin trailer thing, it's like a m- tiny house, you know, like how tiny oh, houses yeah, yeah, are designed, yeah. right? So very, very space effective, um, but only like 200 square feet. Really? And when you put a one year old, in 200 square feet it does not uh <laughs> it does not really go well yeah that's that's pretty small yeah and the other thing like if we let him outside to hang out outside he would just eat everything off the ground a leaf yeah in the mouth a stick in the mouth a rock in the mouth like no stopping it either you take one away he's got Squirrel. three more in his hand yep in the mouth he's a monster <laughs> joe he's a monster uh, uh so it was a lot of fun we had a good time we actually ended up going into south haven for a little while um yeah. spending some time got to see the water and stuff like that it was crazy the water was crazy high uh and the waves were huge so that was pretty cool to see um 
So we got to see that. And then just hung out, had a fire on on Saturday night and relaxed. Um, it was just, I, honestly, it would have been perfect uh, if Ben wasn't a little monster, but that's what you get for having a, <laughs> a one-year-old, right? So, yeah. Um, so it was, uh, it was really great. And then so Saturday or Sunday morning, we woke up pretty early, like right when Ben woke us up about 630. We, uh, we just packed up the car and left because we went to a Tigers game on Sunday. Yeah, yeah big to, day. Yeah, to surprise one of Katie's friends uh, for her birthday. So it was pretty neat. Her boyfriend like set it all up, and it was just us and them. And she didn't That's know cool. we were coming to the game, so uh, they like walked into their seats, and we were already sitting there. It was pretty cool. Um, That's fun. Yeah, so it was a good time. So we, got to, we sat down, went to the Tigers game. It was great. I... Uh, I forgot my sunglasses at our buddy's house like two weeks ago and I've been kind of suffering through it, but like, ah, oh, no big deal. Like I'll just get it later. Um, yeah. And I never did. And I was like, Oh, I'll just get it later, get it later. And then I sat through an entire tiger's game, full sun, no sunglasses. And like, oh, man, I have, I have pretty small eyes to begin with, but like I probably <laughs> looked like I was sleeping. I was squinting so hard and boy, did I have a headache for the rest of the day yeah. yesterday. So that, that was a tough what, way to end it. But Was Ben with you? No, so we uh, we dropped off at Katie's par- uh, parents' house for the game just because uh, gotcha. it would have been just awful to try and get him to to sit still or hang out. And like. And the cool yeah. thing about these tickets is we were six rows off the field. So like we were right there. Wow. Yeah, they were really, really good tickets. Her boyfriend really hooked it up. Um, And... Then once we sat down, we're like, wow, we're really glad we didn't bring Ben because like we were pretty much packed in there. Like it was it was yeah. pretty tight. There was nowhere he would have gone and he would not have enjoyed the time. So Right. He can't put anything in his mouth there. No. And the things that he could put in his mouth, like are even more disgusting than rocks. I mean, like that's that's the plain <laughs> that simple true. truth. Uh yeah. But yeah, it was a good time. So all in all, right. it was a good day. Tiring, tiring weekend. It, it's just one of those weekends like when you're going a lot and you're like man, this is what like going all the time feels like. So, yeah. So instead of a beer, I'm drinking chamomile lavender tea. That's what I'm doing. That's great. This is the first beer I've had in a couple of days. Um, didn't drink too much at the wedding. Just no. wasn't in a drinking mood. I was actually, uh, I mean, we've talked about this a few times. I think I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm more drinking for flavor than I am for drinking for drinks nowadays. Yeah, I'm we're getting I'm fi- old. I think I'm finally that's that's it. We're just turning the corner on old age, we're maturing. right? That's I it. hate it. I hate it. Uh, while we were gone, Kayla's dad came and stayed with Mia. Mm. We kept Mia, the dog, mm-hmm. here. It's the old miniature dachshund, angry wiener. Angry um, wiener. She stayed here, so Joe stayed the night at our house every night. And uh, Cora stayed with Julie, Kayla's mom, at their house. And Joe mowed my lawn. The first time my lawn was wow. mowed in like three weeks. Yeah. Wow, that's really nice. I, I haven't mowed my lawn in so long. Oh, I, it was so long. I mowed it last weekend, and uh, it was gross. I had waited like yeah. a month. So yeah, literally, it was it was three and a half weeks. I remember because I mowed it before Ben's birthday, which was the last mm-hmm. week in August, and I didn't mow it until last week. Uh, last weekend right so it had been like three and a half weeks uh but then we got like last week we got three full days of rain like not just yeah like a little rain three full days of rain so now the grass started growing back i'm gonna have to mow it one more time yeah somebody called noah because like it was coming 
I see what you did there. I'm not I'm not gonna appreciate it, but I, I saw what you were trying to do. <laughs> I'm just gonna let it go, but like I saw it. It's not it's not unnoticed. Right. We're not that kind of podcast. Uh well what you know what? It was good weekends. It was good weekends. Yeah. It was yeah, busy yeah, yeah, weekends, yeah. good week. Yeah, I think you can hear the tiredness in our voice of like Yeah having a packed weekend and then going right into like a Monday at work. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. And then this is weekend two like that was my second weekend of four weekends in a row. I forgot you have to go right back to another wedding this weekend. We have we have another wedding on Saturday that we're only we're not in. We're just oh, going good. to. Okay. And and then next weekend we have a wedding that we're in again. Oh my so. gosh. Yeah. And then I can be spooky. Yeah, what you're like getting your spook all cramped. I know, I'm not in the mood. It's crazy. But on Dad Talks, a little sneak peek. We're going to do so lots of spooky stuff. I so can't wait. That'll help. That'll help. I can wait, but I can't wait. After being scared from listening to your Airbnb story, I already know I'm going to be terrified on the Dad Talks, but it's, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's going to be great. You're going to love fine. it. I promise. Speaking of time of the year, Joe, let's, uh, let's do a little baby check-in. Yeah. Tell Grayson. Me, tell me what this baby's doing. What that baby doing? He's moving. All over the place. I felt him kick, punch today. Wow. He is just a wiggling boy. Uh, he is currently, we're at week 25. Okay. Um, kind of the same as the weeks before. Kayla's, you know, having trouble sleeping. Her hips hurt. Her back hurts. Mm-hmm. Her tailbone hurts. Everything hurts at this point because things are just growing. And like, moving and shifting. Place. And yeah. it's just not a fun time. Um. These did start out with Kayla doing check-ins, but she's always busy with Cora at this time. So she's and I've moved downstairs, so it's not as easy to just yell for her. Yep. Uh she's not actually here right now. Her and Cora are at Julie's. But uh um twenty-five weeks, fifteen weeks left. We're getting down Wow to it. Yeah. Um but Grayson is the size of an acorn squash. So that's big. That's big. I always, I, I think I said this last week, but yeah. like, I never understand it. Veggies are all, they're all kinds of shapes and sizes. Like, yeah, I'm thinking like my standard, like squash that I'm thinking of, but like that could be completely different. Right. So, uh, but yeah, acorn squash. Um, like I said, Kayla's kind of not sleeping great, rolling around a lot, can only yeah. sleep like in certain positions, um, really needs to like go to a chiropractor, like go to a prenatal chiropractor that can just yeah. give her a good old crack and call it a day katie talked about that too and uh when she was pregnant with ben was like start going to see a prenatal chiropractor and try and get readjusted yeah here's a little thing about me i've never been to a chiropractor me neither i just i it probably would help i like my back is not great i have to sit in this chair like straight up and and even out because my back's not great but like i just yeah. i don't know i haven't gone what if i'm constantly in pain and don't know it I'm I'm constantly in pain, but it's emotional pain. So, <laughs> for uh, legal reasons, that's a joke. That's a joke. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so she's doing good. Like you said, getting big. Yeah. He's moving and kicking a lot, which is crazy. So crazy. That Did you build here. that crib yet? Not yet. We're getting down to it though. A uh, couple more weeks. Once the weddings are done. Then I can focus on his bedroom. I know it. I man, I do not envy you. This is a busy time of year for you, and I just like that's tough. Yeah, it's tough. So, but two years ago today, two years ago, yes, 
was the day that I built Cora's crib out in the living room. And then, <laughs> and then tried to put it in her bedroom, and it did not fit. What a momentous occasion! Oh, yeah, what a lesson learned two years so ago don't, today. Don't do that, anybody. Build the crib in the bedroom. Just do it, I even if it, the only TV is in the living room, and you want to watch Haunting of Hill House. Just God, just move it. Yo, just watch it on your do phone, it. man. I don't have Netflix on my phone. Get Netflix on your phone. It's not that hard. It's an app. You just download it. I don't know the login. That is that is a tough. That's a tough one. We use yeah. Katie's parents' login for our Netflix. Um, right. Netflix, if you're listening, that's not true. That's um, not true. But uh, I also don't know the login, so I have to like text Katie and then try and figure out what the actual login stuff is. So right. I wanted to watch something on my computer. And I was like, oh, I don't have the login. And then the other thing is Katie's mom will get an email whenever somebody logs in for the first time. And she'll always text me to make sure and be like, was this you? Yes. Yeah, it was me. <laughs> and it happens every time it logs into my computer. I don't know why. Every time. But, uh, but yeah. So. So good. We're moving good. along. Baby, baby moving stuff along. moving along. Yeah. 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 Um. All right, let's move. Let's move forward because right. I got some parenting news of the week. We haven't done parenting news of the week in a while. Joe, I did parenting news of the week like two weeks ago. How it's do... been a while. Yeah, all right, man. What <laughs> life is moving so fast? It, that could have been six months ago. We don't yeah. know exactly it... when life moves fast. There's a Ferris Bueller, Bueller quote about this, and I don't remember it. I don't. You either. don't stop and take a look around. God, Something what a like good that. movie Ferris Bueller is! What a good movie. Go uh. watch it. Um, All right, your so parenting news. Hit me with your parenting, parenting news. Parenting news of the week. So this website did an article on Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard, who are, I would say, America's realistic parents. Okay. Media's, Hollywood's realistic parents that everybody should take a look at. Have as you ever, close as you can get. Yeah, if you've ever heard them talk, they talk about their kids a lot, their relationship a lot, about going to therapy and counseling mm-hmm. and all that. They are really really down to earth humans and and pretty open up he struggle, pretty open he struggles pretty publicly with an addiction problem too doesn't he yeah and she well at least he did and right. she struggles with like high anxiety and depression so like they and they've always talked about it and are mm. pretty open about it and i think that's part of how they cope is like helping others um two michigan folks that found themselves in hollywood that is true uh which is amazing but uh this article talks about them tag team parenting that's now, an interesting phrase. Yeah. So in in scientific scientific in quotations, they sure. the author of this kind of has I don't even know what research. It's not really I wouldn't say it's scientific. I guess it could be, but did research on parenting and the way people's parent styles sure. know, differ. And um they described tag team parenting as uh, what happens when parents work different schedules um, because they both need to be paid for employment. You know, right. they don't have the luxury of of being a one parent income. They have right. to have two parent income and they have, you know, kids to watch. So tag team parenting is basically when one person works, the other person's watching the kids and then vice versa, flip flop. Right. Um, now, Dex and Kristen do it a little differently um, because Hollywood, oh, you know, they have I the mean, luxury. Of- yeah. 
of having money, but not to say that, you know, they don't need more money because I'm sure, sure that lifestyle is, you know, crazy. But um, the way that they do it is they swap in and out whenever they're needed. They have two kids. So what they do is they work each with a kid kind of, you know, throughout the day and are with the kid. But sometimes that just gets overwhelming and you get overwhelmed by a two year old, you know, asking you questions or. I got overwhelmed by a one-year-old trying to eat rocks all weekend. Trust me, I get it. Exactly. So so they say that in this case, Kristen will say, like, I I need a break. Like, Mm -hmm. I need you to step in and work with this child now because I'm getting overwhelmed and flustered by her, and I need to just step away for a few minutes, and I need to have you tag in and, like, work with her and, and, you know, be with her at this moment in time. Um. And and she says that, you know, this is a good point so that there, uh, she says you don't want to be reactive to your kids. You want to be thoughtful and you want to be setting a good example. And sometimes that example is crying in front of them and saying I'm overwhelmed or I'm sad because of X, Y, Z, or I'm just sad because I'm feeling sad. I'm going to let my sadness out and then I'm going to find a way to cheer myself up. So this was her way of kind of coming to terms with like, I want to make sure I'm absolutely present for you and I'm not being too overwhelmed by you as a child so that I can step away. Dax will step in. I'll kind of recollect myself. I'll maybe hang out with the other kid for a while and then we'll swap back. So that way you're not getting me as a parent when I'm absolutely burnt out and overwhelmed and you're getting me like a zombie. Interesting. Is what it came down to. And and I thought that was a pretty interesting way to to go about it, you know, because thinking about it like i get overwhelmed with cora a lot oh, yeah? if she's like you know having a rough night and is just crying and upset about everything mm-hmm. you know with two kids it's going to be a disaster oh yeah like oh yeah <laughs> well and they present their own separate challenges right like it might be exactly it might be grayson's up all night and cora is you know crazy during the day or vice versa right it's it's two very different challenges you're going to have to face with two kids. And I think that's a, that's a really good point. Uh, it's also something I was thinking about. I like that, like being open in front of your kids. Cause, um, I've been pretty open about this on the podcast, uh, but I've been seeing a therapist recently. Right. And one thing that I was talking to Katie about this weekend is like, how do I raise emotionally stable kids? Right. Like that's a, Mm -hmm. a pretty broad question that, that I've been, mulling over in my head um and one thing i want to do a lot more research on right is like how do i how do i raise my kids so they don't get to the point where i'm at right and things like that and i like that idea of like being open and being willing to show and not you know repress emotions and being you know like hey i um it's funny that i feel overwhelmed because is an i statement and it's something that uh like a good way of explaining your emotions to people is like, I feel this Mm -hmm. because of this. Um, and I just thought that was really interesting, like a really good way of, of showing that. And the same thing, right. Showing that it's, you're not perfect all the time and you're not this, you know, because if you become overwhelmed and stressed, you just like clam up and shell, you know, and then it's not good for you and it's not good for them either. Yeah, exactly. So like I said, I thought it was just an interesting article. It's something that Kayla and I do do but have never mm-hmm. really put a term to it sure. tag team parenting because there's like moments like tonight where um on a typical night we're doing this a little bit later um but we i would usually we would eat dinner 
if I'm at work at work or if I'm home, you know, I'll be home, but we'll eat dinner, we'll clean up, and then generally we'll come right down to record. Yep. And Kayla kind of has the brunt of Cora of mm-hmm. ours. And sometimes if Cora's having a bad day, that's exhausting, especially to Kayla who's pregnant, you know. Oh yeah. So it's like she'll say she'll say to me, like, I'm I'm exhausted. Like I need a little bit. I'll be like, All right, cool. Cora and I will go, you know. Do a tubby or yeah, do something. You know, and watch TV or something, you know. But it's I think it's just a good way of putting a name to to that sort of practice of letting your partner know when you've had too much, so that you're not being overwhelmed with your child. I think it's really good too. On one thing that Katie and I noticed this weekend was it was difficult to keep track of who was watching him. And not yeah. to say like nobody was watching him, right? Like when it never, but for a long time, Don on Saturday, I was like, I feel like I'm doing the majority of like the monitoring, right? Like keeping things mm-hmm. out of the, uh, and, and it was tough because that's not something we've run into before, but it was in that moment, like in that same spirit of like tag teaming, I wasn't vocalizing myself like, Hey, I need a break. Can you tag out or can you tag yeah. in? Right. Because Katie and I normally it just happens naturally. But when it doesn't happen right. naturally, we need to be better about, you know, being like, okay, I, you know, can we tag, can we tag team here? Can you take over for a little bit and I'll take over and, you know, after a while. Um, and you're right with two kids, it's going to be the same thing, right? Because like, you're going to, it's going to be doubly overwhelming for different reasons. Maybe you need yeah. to tag out on one kid so you can, you know, maybe hold the newborn for a while since it's less stressful and, right. and then vice versa. Exactly. So I thought it was cool. I think, like I said, I think that Dax and Kristen have a very good relationship and, um, well, maybe not, maybe they don't have a good relationship, but well, they're very open about their relationship and their parenting styles. And they're always good to kind of check out every once in a while. About well, that's what interesting. Doing. Yeah. Um, I only know that I, I only know them because, uh, he, he got her a sloth for, for her birthday one he time. And she <laughs> cried very heavily about it. She cried uh, very, very heavily. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to switch topics hard real quick. Okay, let's do it. Hard turn. Have you, ever, have you ever thought about putting Ben on a leash or like one of those backpacks? Oh, leashes? my God, I have. I. <laughs> okay, Joe. Okay, Joe. All right, Joe. Uh, I have as well. So I have siblings, right? And I have yeah. siblings that are significantly younger than me, like 11, 13, or yeah, 11, 13, and 15 years younger, right? So significant. Yeah. Uh, and my dad used, and my dad and stepmom used a, like, one of those backpack leashes, right? Where he, my yeah. little brother wore the backpack, but it had a tail, like it was a monkey, and it had a long tail that was a leash. And I was like, yeah. my whole life, I was like, that's kind of weird. Like, you don't want to put your kids on a leash. And now that Ben's, like, walking and, and one years old and is a monster, I was like, Oh, I get it. Oh, oh, okay. I get it. Yeah, yeah. This is why. Oh, all right. Totally. I mean, I thought about when we were at the Renaissance Festival. I was like, man, if I just had a leash on this kid. Yeah. Oh yeah. Never lose him. Oh my gosh. Walk. uh, Trying to keep track of a walking kid. So Ben's a drunk toddler now, right? Like he's he's a drunk kid. That's where he's at in walking. He walks more than he crawls, but he's not very good at it. So he's just drunk all the time. He two steps forward, one step back, sideways, left, right, all around, right? Like, yeah. And he'll get like a bunch of momentum and lean forward and like run halfway down the hall, but not know how to stop. And like, 
Uh, it's it's just great. It's great. Uh, and because he doesn't keep track of himself very well, but he wants to walk all the time, you put him down, and he just goes in a direction. It's There's no <laughs> rhyme or reason. It's not the direction you pointed him in. He could be, like, sidestepping for, like, five or six steps for no reason and then just take off. <laughs> and it's, it is... Uh, Oh my gosh, that's this is the first time I thought like, oh okay, that's why people have a leash so that this doesn't happen, so they're not just gone. Yeah, they'll just take off. And kids are fast too. Nobody ever told me that. Like, I'm a yeah. grown man. I consider myself fairly like speedy, and sometimes Ben will sprint towards the basement stairs, and it takes me a minute to catch up to him. Like, I'm afraid yeah. I'm not going to sometimes when he takes off that fast. I'm like, how right. do you even do this? You don't even know how to walk, but you're sprinting towards the basement stairs as fast as you can. Easy. And no regard they for his own it. life. He'll just take a nosedive off the, off the basement it's steps and not even, yeah. Thank goodness the rubber. I know it. And then they just bounce, and then he's back yep. at it again laughing. Exactly. Well, maybe, uh, maybe one day we'll invest in some leashes and do oh, an might, episode on it. Might need it. Might need it. Ugh. <laughs> uh, Joe, why don't we get into this? Let's do it. Let's just let's just like get into it. Like, let's just do it. Just let's just do it. I just tried to unlock my phone, trying to get into it, and I almost hit an emergency call to the cops. So. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's gonna swat himself in the middle of our podcast. I swear, this is not the content we normally put out. Right. <laughs> so this oh, is geez. this is a little bit of a question dump from our uh, Instagram page yeah so we have a, a few questions we had three questions here that we're going to kind of go over uh that people have sent in uh over the last like year that we've been doing this so um we kind of collected and and got through our topics and we're like oh it's a good time to do a little uh q a so a few questions we have the first one uh joe i'll pose this to you uh when does the kid question come into play with a partner and i'm gonna i interpret that as in like discussing it with a like girlfriend that you might want to marry, right? Or a boyfriend that you might yeah. want to marry. That's how I, th- that's how I see it. Um, but I guess it, it could come up, you know, like after marriage when you're like, Hey, are are you ready to have a kid? Are you, you know, yeah. that kind of thing too. So I'll, uh, I'll let you answer how, how you see fit. I think it's, it's a tough, it's a tough question to bring up. It's a tough topic to bring up. Um, yeah. And I I don't know when timing is exactly right on it, but um, you know I think the best time to bring it up with your partner is really when you feel the most comfortable and the most vulnerable, right? Like interesting, okay. Regardless if you're dating, married, whatever it might be, you know I think it's it's a question that I think needs to be asked because I think expectations need to be there with a partner. One hundred percent. Especially if you've been in a long-term relationship or are looking at a long-term relationship with somebody, I think it needs to be on the table. Like, hey, one day I I may want some kids. You know, how do you feel about that? Oh yeah. But I also think you need to approach it in a way where that can be off-putting to some people, and they hear that and then they get freaked out and run away. You know, like. Uh, yeah. I I don't know what dating's like nowadays. I've been with Kayla for 13 years, so it's really I know, hard we should, to talk about. We should probably identify the irony that uh, <laughs> you dating your, you know, married to your high school sweetheart uh, and, and me uh, 
having been with Katie for five years now. I don't. We're not great in the dating game so far. Yeah. But, but I think the question does need to be brought up at a time when you all are comfortable with being honest and open with each other. Sure. And um, because, like I said, I think that expectation needs to be on the table. I think that, you know, if that's something really important to you, it's something that is really important to you and needs to be said. Like, you know, you're not going to leave out your fears or whatever it might be. Like, I think expectations and stuff should be totally on the table. That's the biggest thing to me is don't be afraid to say what you want. Um, like saying, Hey, I want this out of my life. Um, and a little bit like about me is I was dating a girl in college. Um, she was a couple years younger than me, but I was already like thinking about life after college and what comes next and things like that. And I was like, you know, I want, I want a family down the road. Like I want kids. Uh, and she didn't, and we had been dating like a year and we broke up shortly after that. Um, Mm -hmm. there was uh, I wouldn't say like that was the reason we broke up is because like I want a kid. She didn't, but like we were clearly in different stages of life thinking about different things. And that conversation led to that understanding of like, Oh, I'm thinking about things much differently than you are. Right. Yeah. Um, and I've always been very upfront that like, I, I've always wanted kids. I've always wanted a family. Um, and one of the things actually that clicked about Katie and I is we both wanted a big family. Now we thought we'd married a little bit longer before we had Ben, but here we right. are. Things, things happen and life changes. <laughs> uh, but it, it was always an understanding for us that like, we both wanted a big family. We wanted kids. So like, it's one of the things that we've built our relationship on. Right. Is that, that idea yeah. of like, we both want a family. Yeah, and I think the same is for the opposite too. You know, if you don't want kids, yeah, that's totally fine. You know, that's you don't have Big to okay, have kids. Yeah, and I think that that expectation also should be on the table. You know, again, not right up front. I don't think that needs to be the first topic of a first date. No, right? like no, do you I want would kids. I would not <laughs> recommend first date saying, "Hey, I never want kids," or "Hey, I want six kids." Don't yeah, don't uh, don't jump in. But I think at that time when you do feel comfortable and you know yeah. maybe you're looking at a long-term relationship and you enjoy each other's company enough that you think that this could be something down the line, really just setting it out yeah. there. I want kids. I don't want kids. And I think that that you know, will cause a discussion amongst your partner and yourself. And who knows where it will lead. I think that's a really great uh, point about like when you're looking at a long-term commitment. And I think that's the time to make sure you at least know, you know, maybe you've had the discussion before, but make sure you know 100% where you stand and where your partner stands on, on having a family, having kids, because one of, now this is anecdotal evidence, but I think that idea of wanting kids and not like one wanting kids and the other one, not, and not figuring that out until after you get married, nine times out of 10 probably leads to divorce because that feeling won't go away especially as you get older, especially as time goes on, like that feeling really doesn't go away. Um, so it's, uh, it's definitely something you want out in the open and want a full understanding of where you stand and where your partner stands on that. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And I think that's a a good segue into the next question, which I'll throw at you now. Oh yeah. Um, you're with your significant other, you express that you want kids, but what if they say that they don't? You know, what are, what are your thoughts on that? And any thoughts on how to, how to potentially cope with that? Well, that's a tough draw. 
I mean, right off the bat, yeah. it's a tough draw. Uh, it's it's a hard question to answer because it's a very specific situation for people, right? Like, yeah, are you just dating? Have you been dating for a little bit and you think it might go further, but they want a family and you, or other way around, they don't want a family and you want a family. Um, but. I would make sure you truly know what you want. Mm -hmm. Um, Because like I said, just as last, like just a minute ago, that feeling really doesn't go away. And and I'll, I'll give I'll tell you straight up. Like that. You can't just bury that and say like, Oh, I wanted kids when I was younger. Um, And, and I'll, there's people I've known that have wanted kids when they're younger and turns out they can't have kids. And then they don't have kids. That's a completely different thing. Right. Um, but you knowing that there's one other person blocking you from having the family you want is a recipe for resentment. And yeah, you just, you got to figure that out early. And I'm not saying first date early again, but like <laughs> before you start taking serious steps to a long-term relationship or long-term commitment, you should know where you stand on, on where you want a family because that, that will lead to resentment if you don't figure that out early and you don't have a clear understanding of where you both stand. So Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's a, a good point. You know, I, it's, it's just one of these things where, I, I mean, everything we're going to talk about this topic in the next or this question, in the next one, it, everything's going to be a need a case by case basis, a conversation yeah. between two people. Um, but I think them not wanting kids you know might be again that's a conversation you need to have and and f- figure out why you know and maybe there's a good reason behind it you yeah. know maybe they grew up in a not a good household and they don't want to be like their parents for example again as, a, as an anecdote again like you know uh the- I, I feel like i i feel like i know people that came from divorced parents that were scared to have kids because oh, they yeah. didn't want that their kids to end up like them kind of thing oh don't worry i wanted kids but i'm still afraid of that so it's it's (laughs) it does not go away uh but i would the other thing i'll say about that too is you you hit the nail on the head there with it's all talk having open communication yeah and we talk about this a lot on the podcast about joe and i working as much as we can towards open communication with uh, with our spouses with our kids all the we've talked about this a ton but that is the the in my opinion the number one key to success in any relationship is being open and honest about everything i i mm-hmm. mean and it is hard it, it is a very big buzzword for people to say like oh just be honest with your partner just don't you know just be honest but it's hard right it's hard it is and it's in ways that you may or may not realize like i it is it is very very difficult to be fully honest with another person and but you have to do it especially especially mm-hmm. if you want to bring kids in and the other thing i'll say is don't expect them to change their mind yeah right too many times i think people have gone in and said like oh well they don't want kids right now because we're young well and then all right. of a sudden 22 turns into 27 and they still don't want kids and it turns into 33 and they still don't want kids that don't expect them to change their mind. That's not fair to them. That's not fair to you. You know, be understanding of where you are in that, in that uh, position. And, and 
if that's a, a big pillar of your life, know that there is somebody else out there that might, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Jared is just a podcasting Frazier over here. I'm listening. <laughs> Kevin thinks I'm Niles and he's Frazier. So we have, we have things to iron out there. I'm the dad. Marty. I don't watch Frazier. I don't understand how you guys watch Frazier. What? Uh, we'll come back to that. <laughs> Yo, give me the last question before I freak out. Oh, the last question. I want to be a dad, but can't find anyone to date to get the ball rolling. Uh, have you tried taking a shower? Oh, nice. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> that was that was the dad in me kicking in. Right. I I think that's a hard one too, and it kind of rolls in from the second you know that second question. Yeah. You know, it's that thing that's like, do you bring that up on a first date? Like, it it's hard. It's a hard thing, and I think, I think the easiest way this is easier said than done sure. is to find a partner that comes from a family that has kids because i feel like more often than not if your partner had been around kids um joe i don't know how to tell you this but if you're with a partner they're a kid so their family had kids perfect thank you so much i'm just you know if we're gonna if we're gonna be technical about it shut up uh <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. I'm saying, you know, maybe somebody that's got like cousins or siblings yeah. or you know, nieces, nephews. Like, I, I'm sure I probably told Caleb pretty shortly after we started dating. Like, I grew up in a very large family with lots of kids. Like, I want to have kids. Yes, you, your family, um, you know, makes up 50% of the population of Southeast yeah, Michigan. For sure. Um, I don't know. What do you, What are your thoughts on that? So, I take a little bit different approach. And my advice would be to find the person before finding, like, before bringing in um, kids. I I know that sounds, like, a little bit counterproductive to what I was just saying, but, like, go in with the value of, like, oh, eventually I want a family, right? But find the person first. Because before you have kids, you got to find the right partner to parent with. Yeah. And... I think that's the number one thing is just go in, be yourself and understand that like you have to find the partner before you can think about starting the family. So that would be my advice. Right. And I think, you know, Hey, if you've got friends that have kids or, you know, people that have kids, oh, yeah. like hang out with them. Borrow. Maybe you, maybe you like the idea of kids, but don't like kids. Like that I, could be a thing too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One hundred percent. You know it, and I think that's also a good opportunity for you to like hone skills. You know, Kayla and I are always open for like people to come hang out with us. And Joe, are you offering dad lessons on your child? Yeah. No, I'm not offering dad lessons. I'm offering like a hey, you want to try to hang out with this monster? We can walk through that. Free babysitting. Free. That's what you're trying to finagle here. I see it. I see it. But. Outside of that, too, I, I'm sure I told you, like, hey, we'll bring Cora through your house and let her reach all over your counter so that yeah. you can see what she can grab that Ben can't yet. Oh, my gosh. Um, but if yeah, I, I think, Even uh, if I had taken you up on that offer, it wouldn't have mattered. He reaches everything. The kid's nine feet tall already. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. I think, yeah, just, you know, if you are interested in in being a parent, hang out with parents and see what they're like and what their lifestyles are like and what 
um, having the kids like and kind of understanding the whole parenting process overall as well. So that way you have a good idea going into it, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah, it makes sense you to me. You kind of have an idea of how many poopy diapers there are. and Good Lord. How long you have to, or how often you feed and whatnot. Maybe don't bring your significant other around poopy diapers. I'm just, you know, that's just me laying out like general romance tips here. Right. Maybe, hey, maybe they'll like seeing you change a poopy diaper. That is true. Big maternal instincts, yeah. paternal instincts. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Um, but yeah, I think that I think that overall it's a hard topic to approach, and I think anything yeah. comes down to communication and talk, being open. Talk, 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 talk. That's the number one talk. thing. Talk it out. Talk it out. We talk it out every week. Every week. For too every long, week. always. Actually, just yeah. the perfect amount of time. Just the perfect amount of time. And we only got one Frasier reference in today, so good job, everybody. Cheers all around. That's two Frasier references. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Joe. Tell the people where the tell the people thank you. Uh, thank you, people. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We love you all. Uh we appreciate it. And um if you haven't already, hey, go like give us a rate, a subscribe, a like, a review. A review would be cool. A review That'd would be, be cool. We haven't gotten a review in a while. Somebody somebody review us. Just saying some words like, hey, these are these are two cool dads. Anybody know any film critics out there? We need a review. <laughs> uh but yes, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Um and it, thank you to Planet Ant for having us on the, their podcast network. There's some good shows out there, so go check them out. They're opening back up. They're doing live shows again. Planet Ant's amazing. Go check them out. They're doing spooky spooky shows right now, too. So if you want to get your Halloween fix, check out the Planet Ant po- podcast yeah. network. And if you're in the uh, Detroit area, there's a podcast called Detroit Strange that they do that's pretty amazing. They talk about some pretty Ooh. cool things around Michigan and some, some spooky things around Michigan, which is pretty Ooh. neat. Yeah. If you haven't yet, go follow us on social media. We're at Big Dead Energy Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, we are two followers away from 150 on Facebook or on Instagram. So go follow us. Two Heavy. people. Just need two people to go follow us. Go tell five people. That's a good point. And two of them more. Two would uh that's a forty percent hit rate. That's a pretty good hit rate. If you get that's two people good. out of five. That's pretty good pretty good oh well thank you guys once again for listening to us uh one more time follow us on follow us on social medias keep track with us uh joe and i are putting out more and more stuff on uh on instagram so uh just keep an eye out and uh thanks for listening so for both of us i'm jared schmansky i'm joe lopez remember click your tongs twice before you use them This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.